BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, there it is, Barrett. We are live on a Wednesday and an otherwise very sleepy, humdrum Wednesday uh, Groundhog Day, February 2nd. Nothing going on today to talk about. Man, what's the <laughs> countdown to the Super Bowl? I need some action. How man. screwed up was yesterday, man? We got a ton to talk about, man. Crazy. Absolutely crazy, man. Jesus. You know, from every every vantage point, man, you talking about, you know, kind of the Super Bowl and everything got lost. I mean, we got, uh, I'll got tell lost. you what got lost yeah, is Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, retired and nobody cares. Right. <laughs> like they're all talking about, you know, uh, organizations uh, not adhering to the Rooney rule or or flouting the Rooney rule and, you know, throwing games. I mean, this scandal is unfreaking believable. When I saw this hit Twitter yesterday afternoon, I thought I thought it was fake news. I'm like, somebody's pulling a prank to just try to pull one over on Brady or, you know, like to just try to steal thunder and it's fake news. And I kept looking and looking. I'm like, uh, uh-uh, uh, that's a verified account. This is a verified. Account. This is real. And that's when you and I were texting back and forth like this right. is some crazy ass shit. It is, man. Holy crap. And uh, it, I, I, I woke up this morning. I was on the, um, the black um the black black news channel. Um, I've been talking, you know, on it, you know, with with a whole lot of people, you know, friends of mine. But what's I that mean, channel? Hold on, what what channel is this? I want to I want to get to put it on my on my uh, remote. Yes. What's it called? The Black uh, News D- TBN. Yes. And where can I find this? Um, is it on regular Comcast. I think it is. Yes. All right. And when you were on there this morning, what time? Seven o'clock in the morning. Wow. Yes, Dude. seven o'clock in the morning, bro. Live. Yes, live. Wow. Live and direct. In fact, oh, it's it's up right now. It is. Yeah, it's up. I mean, it, oh, it, it's it's tweeted. Oh, okay. Right BNC. Yeah, check it out. BNC. Yeah, I was on with Sharon Reed and Mike Hill. There it is at BNC News on Twitter. Yep. Tallahassee, Florida, it says. Yeah, you know, the, the guy that hired me at um at NBC is now running the show up there. So oh, okay. He gave me a call and said, you know, could I what I mind coming on? You know, what I mind. Yeah, there's Barrett. I'm gonna retweet this right here. Former Super Bowl champ Barrett Brooks joins Sharon Reed live, and it's Mike Hill on start your day to weigh in on Brian Flores' race discrimination lawsuit. Against the NFL, that guy Mike Hill, he used to be at ESPN, wasn't he? Yes, yes, he yeah, was. I, re- I yes. remember him. 
And during the Colin Kaepernick time, that's right. when he got fired from there. Yep. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, yeah so I remember him. 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 All right, I just retweeted that. So, how did it go? Uh, it went well, man. You know, um, I mean, I, I started off and said by saying, you know, um, how much, how how much is who you are as a person? How much is how much is your integrity worth? Right. And that's why I, I mean, that's why I began it. How much is your integrity worth? We're talking about a guy that they offered him a hundred thousand dollars to lose a game. A hundred thousand dollars for per each game. game he lost per, per game. game. Yeah, 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 not, yeah. Not yeah. For, per game. Right. How many guys would you know turn your nose to that? Wow. A hundred thousand. I mean, a hundred. If you respect the game and you're getting paid a couple million to be the head coach. Uh, I don't think you want to. I don't think you want to dirty your nose with that. Da, I mean, da, da. To me, I would. I would. The thing I have a problem with Flores is, is he should have come out right away and and told the league about this scumbag owner in Miami. That's what well, he should have done. When it happened, yeah. When it yeah. happened, but yeah. um, he was still employed by the guy, right? Even though he didn't bend from his integrity. I mean, you know, it's not only you know a hundred thousand dollars a game. But he's like, you know, I'm trying to win because my name is that's like, you know, with me, my name is big to me, you know. So when right. I say something, I know my name is tied to it, and I'm not gonna embarrass my my pop's name, you know. Right. God rest his soul, but you know, I'm I'm a junior too. So I'm not gonna, you know, I don't I don't want to embarrass my, my my pop's name. So I'm not gonna do things that to, to really look down on my last name. I'm not gonna do that. And he felt the same way. You know, he had an opportunity. To lose games for a hundred thousand dollars, we did it here in uh, with Sam Hinkie. We just right, did for it free. They just we did were, it for free. We were <laughs> open to right. I don't think anybody told Brett Brown that he's got to lose games. They didn't need to pay him a hundred thousand dollars or five thousand dollars. They could they just rolled out that roster and a it was like roster. you know I don't need any incentive. We're gonna lose <laughs> exactly exactly. We we we're giving you nothing right, and you go out there and 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 just do what you do right. We're gonna let you coach up. We're gonna have you coach up. B league players. Now this this play. was three years ago in his first year, I believe. Uh -huh, Did they uh -huh. start out like zero and seven that year too, and then he started to win some games and finished like five and eleven? I want to say something like that. They started winning games and they, you know, they started fighting, man. And they were supposed to be the worst team right. in the league at that point. And then all of a sudden they started winning. They started, you know, coming together as a unit. Yeah, and that would have been like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing? I believe that would have been tanking for Joe Burrow. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, Which, it would have. Right. So, <laughs> right. So that's, uh, you know, <laughs> that's one idea. And I'm glad Flores, you know, I hope this is true. Okay. Yes. Cause you know, I love chaos and <laughs> this would be, this would be a story that would carry us right through the next season. Uh, and that's, and that owner in Miami would have to go. And I love that. And then you'd have a new ownership and maybe that would be a, uh, oh, a, person, a, like person, a person of color could come in and buy the Miami dolphins and all right. this kind of stuff. So, oh, yeah, he'd have to go. He's done if this is true. Oh, no question Absolutely. about that. You know, because that, that's the same as uh, what happened with um, it, it, it. That's not even that's not even um, I mean, what happened in with the with uh, in, in California with with, with the uh, Clippers, with the Clippers. Yeah. That's nothing compared to what we're talking no. about right now. No, that's absolutely is, nothing. Right, right. That's just a scumbag <laughs> uh, businessman who who had practices in his business that was discriminatory and you know and, and all that. This is damaging the integrity of the league. And once yes. you start doing that, you are you are cooked. Yeah, like, I don't know how many. Are. I don't care how many buildings and stuff you build in New York City, which I guess is what Ross does. He's a real estate developer. They, they don't give a shit. Okay, yeah. and you start throwing games or telling your coach, I'm going to pay you extra to lose, uh, you're done. And then the other thing was apparent, or he's alleging, 
and I hope is true, is that he says Ross wanted him to meet on a boat on some yacht, I guess Ross's yacht, to meet with a quarterback who uh, was not on their team and I guess might have still been property of another team. And people, yes, are, people yep. are alleging that that was Tom Brady. Yes, they're alleging that. And, <laughs> you know, Tom being down there and, you know, alleging that, you know, he, he's on a contract with somebody else and you're trying to get him to come. I mean, that's tampering at his highest. Right. You know, there's and, and he showed integrity then also by saying no and left immediately once he figured out that the player was coming. Right. He didn't even uh, take the meeting, apparently. So right. that's good right. on him. Right. See, this, right. this shows that this guy, you know, if this all is true, OK, I'm going to take it at its word that this guy's got a lot of integrity. No question. Okay. But then what but but the I think what really put the chaos in this whole situation. Is when Belichick gets involved. Exactly. <laughs> I know you were. <laughs> oh, I, when when I saw that, I'm like Belichick pulled a Bruno. Oh, okay. Because that's something that Tony Bruno would do. Would like, oh, I think I'm texting uh, Harry Mays. No, I'm texting uh, Harry uh, Donahue. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't know. And then all of a sudden, he's telling me stuff that he shouldn't be telling me, and then realize, oh, I fucked up. Yep. Like, he pulled a Bruno. <laughs> That sounds just like yeah, it, right? Totally, totally. No, but I yeah, man, I mean, and, and then, you know, he's teching. He kept everything. He kept everything. Most people would have let it go. He kept everything. He kept all the notes. He kept all the texts, yeah. all the emails, all the conversations that he could, you know, I mean, that probably, you know, left messages left. He kept all of that. Right. So he has concrete evidence. But, you know, is coercion there? Yes. Is there lying there? Yes. Is there, you know, is, is the lack of integrity to the to the Miami Dolphins ownership? Yes. And if he loses, oh, it'll be a major humdinger in this in this uh uh right. you know, in NFL. Yeah, I don't know if he's got a case against racism or for racism. I mean, I, I you know, he might, but I, because I think, and you and I have talked about this, that there these teams have been sort of flouting this rule and just using it as a check off the box kind of thing. Yes, uh, probably ever since it was instituted years ago. Yes. Some teams take it seriously, but I would probably say most do not, and they're just like going through the motions because they have to. Well, you okay. know, and but I am not. I am not opposed to the rule because at least gives guys an opportunity to get in front of people. Right. I'm not opposed to it either. Sharp. You know what I'm saying? But it's all semantics when, you know, really think it and get to the essence of what they're talking about. Like the, the giants knew that they were going to hire Dayball because they right. knew that, you know, the, the, you the know, general manager, general manager yeah. came from there. Right. So they knew that. So it was all semantics and bringing them in. Right. But you just can't throw it in his face. No. You can't throw it in my face. You can't just put it out there and just blatant with, with Belichick just saying, oh, you know, right. you, you all but got the job. And yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, my fault. I effed up. My fault. I, yeah. yeah. This wasn't meant for you. I want you know to find saying? the I want to find the exact text because apparently <laughs> this all happened on like a Monday where yes. he's texting with Belichick and. His interview isn't scheduled until the, that Thursday of that week. So like two or three days later, he's scheduled to interview. Well, then they announced. Remember, they did it in a news dump on Friday afternoon, yes. early evening. The, the Giants announced that Dayball was the head coach. And you said that and you said it kind of tongue in cheek. Like, why would they do it? At right. this time, it was peculiar, right? You, know? you, you mean, made that. Just... Yes, you made it yesterday. You said that. Why would they do that? 
um, you know, on a Friday, you know, it's a Friday afternoon news dump. It's a, it's a, it's an industry kind of thing where you're just like, yeah, we got to put this out there, but we really don't make them want to make a big deal out of it. So we put it out Friday at five o'clock, six o'clock. Right. Everybody's at happy hour. Nobody cares. Right, and then right. by Monday, they'll, they'll be like, oh my God, did you see what happened three days ago? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's kind of done intentionally. Now right, I, and I was right. like, why would New York do this? This is New York. Exactly. Hiring a new coach for the Giants, and they're going to put this out there on Friday late afternoon. The Seems number stupid. one media market, yeah, you know, in the country. Yeah. So in saying that, you know, the, it's a great rule because it's it's still you know giving you know minorities a chance and an opportunity to at least interview and get to see right. people out there. You see who's available. You see who's, these opportunities. But at the end of the day, I also see it from the vantage point that this league is about relationships mm-hmm. people having relationships with other people and, and and those relationships and you know and and you know they they go far they go a long way if you've worked right. with this person before you know this person then you're gonna hire them it's all semantics leading up to it but we at least need the job now we don't live in this rose colored glass world where we don't need the Rooney rule we need the Rooney rule but it needs to be more effective in how it's being used right like, now, if you know, if you know, then go ahead and pay a fine or something, you know, uh, do something like that. You know, pay a fine that all right, we know who we're going to we're going to um, we're going to get. We'll pay the fine so we don't have to go through all this with the run rule. That way, everybody knows. And you don't feel like an idiot like D'Amico Ryan's. He didn't he didn't go because, he knows it was all semantics. He knew he wasn't going to get a job. This is his first. He's not even done with his first year. He wasn't even right. done with his first year of being a coordinator. Yeah, he didn't want to be used as a box checker. In, exactly. In essence, right. Exactly. Not at this point. So. Yeah. And, and the, the, but the, the real thing is here, and I know the owner can do whatever he wants because he owns the team, but we all agreed there's no way that Brian Flores should have been fired in the first place. No way. No okay? way. I, I guess he didn't get along. Him and his general manager, you know, were at odds over certain things, personnel-wise probably, probably had to do with the quarterback, uh, and the owner sided with the general manager and axed the coach. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That that general manager, I believe, is is an African American guy too. Yes, yes. Chris Greer, which yes. I don't know that anybody's really talking about because they're like making a big. Some are making a big deal out of it, and I'm like, well, he's just doing what the owner wanted him to do. Like right. the owner he, he, wanted him out. Well, the owner, the owner would have given him. Forth. The owner would have given him the check. Would have given him the cash for doing it. Right. You know, he would have gave it to him to give to the coach. Right. You know, so that's his his direct conduit to the coach. That's what a GM really is crazy he is the direct conduit to the to the team and to the you know to the to the uh coach who's now the direct conduit to the team you know i mean that you usually don't go through the the owner when you're going through the process of you know of playing that year it's very few and far between owners that go down and really talk to the players or involved with the players or even talk in business with the players these the text GM messages are just incredible though, Barrett. I mean, can you can you imagine? Fire this? away, fire away, man. First fire of all, away. first of all, he's in Brian Flores's phone as BB. Don't right. you love that <laughs> BB? Uh, sounds like you uh, you landed. Congrats! And he says, uh, "Did you hear something? I didn't hear." Giants? Question mark! Exclamation point! Question mark! Exclamation point! He goes, "I interview on Thursday. I didn't." I think I have a shot at it. He goes, got it. (laughs) (laughs) And then at the end, he's like, I fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Do do you think he was on his boat 
at the time when he's sending these texts on a Belichick on his boat, maybe down yeah. in Jupiter somewhere. <laughs> you know he was. You know he was, man. You know he was, man. Oh, so Come great. on, man. You know, he's already nailed it, man. You the know, fact oh. that all this comes to light with this is just even better. And then, you know, <laughs> you know, Tom Brady's pissed off because he couldn't go out the way he wanted to go out because everybody right. jumped the gun on him. And then you turn around, he sends out this – this this dissertation and doesn't acknowledge Belichick, and then Belichick comes in with you know Texas and 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 messing up. You know, it was just a perfect storm of chaos for you. It really was. And then I didn't I didn't even focus on this yesterday because I didn't read the entire Instagram message of Brady, but he never made one mention of the Patriots or Belichick yep. or their fans in that goodbye thing. It was all about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You would have thought he spent 22 years in Tampa right? and, and people up in new England are up in arms about it. And, but then I hear he's planning some sort of like uh trip up there to sign a contract, to retire as a new England Patriot. Yes. And then he'll say goodbye to the Patriot people. Yes, but, was- but at first that was all a, a big, uh, uh, you know, point of contention before this all came out. And we haven't even gotten to the Broncos uh, p- portion of this. Oh, right. <laughs> like he's suing Miami, he's suing the Giants, and he's suing Denver with the NFL because he claims that back in 2019 he went on an interview and he shows up and they're about, you know, a half hour Look to an hour up. late and these guys Elway and everybody come in smelling like a, a – Tito's bottle and look like shit like they were up all night partying and he's like they they didn't take it seriously and they were basically just looking at me to check a box exactly exactly John Elway I can see him bent yeah oh yeah I can see him bent you know I mean just just like yeah all right we're here now okay his skin's all dry and stuff (laughs) you know he's totally dehydrated right you know He's got the Dubinson's contracture in his fingers. You know, he comes in uh, shaking from the uh, night before. <laughs> no tie on. You know, he's right. got the tie no on tie. It's just laying down with, with two buttons open on his open shirt. I'm like, right, yeah, that's right. He he's, like, got, he's got a Yeti, but inside of it, what it is, is a Bloody Mary. You know? And he, <laughs> the only way to get over a hangover is with more liquor. So exactly. he's like... <laughs> uh, what's, your, what, what's your name again? Brian... <laughs> Brian Flores, flowers. I'll <laughs> be so great. I wish I had. I wish I had footage of that. I hope this all is true. Me too. Bro. It would be awesome. I mean, you know, because because number one, you 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 need. We need more of an emphasis, and to be looked upon, you know, the whole Rooney Rule as taken more seriously. Yeah. But number two is, man. I mean, the power. We understand the power that the owners have. The owners have. You know, they're 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 their teams. They make the money off the teams, mm-hmm. but still, there, you know, there's an amount of of um, there's a amount of coof that you have to have when dealing with these type of situations. They have no coof whatsoever. They're, they're going to stay on top of the hill and do what the hell they want to do, and that's right. it. Right. And you know, and it's a monopoly, and they can't have that monopoly like that, man. You yeah, know? I have to tell you, man, if this is true, this is going to blow the blow the roof off the NFL. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, some- Brian Flores may end up being a part owner of his own franchise before <laughs> this is all over. <laughs> because it, he's literally never going to be able to have a coaching job in the NFL again. Nobody's going to hire him again, man. Yeah, I know. Nobody, he can no go order. to college, I guess. Maybe, yeah, he yeah. could, but yeah. still, though, he, but, he, he, he started this conversation. He started this, um, you know, what he wanted to say off by saying, you know, God gave him a gift to coach. right. And to be able to to motivate men the way he was able to motivate that Miami team that was 
totally terrible. That was a terrible roster they had, man. Like I mean, Parker, Rodney yeah. Parker, he did he did nothing with the other coaching staff. He was a first mm-hmm. round draft choice. I think it was from Louisville. Devonte Parker for the wide receiver from Louisville. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He did nothing yeah. until yeah. Flores came in and, and, and turned it around. I mean, he did. He took that organization and made it respectable. And you, you know, you wanted him to lose. You, you hourly sent texts and emails saying you better lose, or yeah. you know, or and if you and after that you, is unbelievable. You threaten him. You threaten him, and then you offer him a hundred thousand dollars for each game he loses, and he still yeah. says no. I know he was like, "Oh man, we're in trouble now. Right, we're in trouble. Uh, oh, we. Oh, uh, let's hope he not. Let's hope he doesn't say anything if we fire him. You right. think he'll say something? No, he ain't gonna say anything if we fire him. Oh, well, that, <laughs> you know that's what I'm thinking. Like, if you're the owner and you're just so you know hell bent on firing this guy, don't you think if this is true, like dude, this guy could be a whistleblower? He could, like, what if he's recorded me? You know what I mean? Or what do you? You know what I mean? Like, but see, there. <laughs> When you got that much money, you don't care. I guess you, you think you're damn. invincible. Yes. Because you, know? you yes. got a, a team of lawyers. Yes. You know, working in a high rise in Manhattan. It's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't do what I I, I do what I want to do. This is my team. I run it the way I want to run it. It's incredible. It really is. And yeah, and the, the other thing, did you know this? I think Flores was actually interviewing with the Saints yesterday when this whole thing blew up. What I didn't he, know. That. I I heard that he was actually in in the interview wow. with the Saints yesterday as this was starting to come out. You imagine that he's interviewing for a head coaching job. All of a sudden, the guy, the general manager, boop, here comes a news alert: Ooh, Brian like, Flores suing the NFL. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> Bro, is, like, this, is this you? <laughs> right, right, right. Like, uh oh, oh hey. my god. We really wanted to talk to you for real, bro. I'm just letting you know that. We wanted to talk to you for real. Yeah. You know, we're interviewing you for real. Yeah. This, isn't, this isn't smoke and mirrors. You know, we want you as a coach. We'll see, but I'm just letting you know this is a, this is a this is a real interview, so you know. You don't have to tell on us. Now, this oh, is um, Bob Whitebread um, on the stream says, if Ross wanted to keep losing, he should have kept Gase. <laughs> <laughs> That is exactly right. See, that's the kind of next level thinking you get on this show. Oh, crazy! With our stream eyes. people, yes. <laughs> and it kept that running back too. What's his name? Uh, what's that running back's name that we got from that we traded for? Oh, the bad um, knees. Yeah, oh, geez. the guy from Boise State. Yeah, the British guy. I can't even remember his stinking. They should name. just kept him also. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Or Howard. They had Howard down there. Before they wow. traded back to get him. That's back. right. They did. Jordan Howard was there. Yeah. Um, let's let's see some of let's look at some of the other uh stream stuff here. Ha ha, we've all been there. What Elway did. Yes, we have, Tim. <laughs> I've been there, but I but I'm not running a football team. That's the difference. I'm just <laughs> right. coming in, you know, into my cubicle to get ready for my show. And by the time the you know 10 o'clock came around, I was I was ready to go. Hey, hey, okay? I've had a many a days. Yeah. I've had a many a days I've, I've, I've played before a game that I was a little bit, you know, drunk. Mm, yeah. I had the best game ever. Wow. This is breaking news. Had the best game ever because you're all you're all like, all right, does anybody know? Can right. anybody smell me? You're on edge. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. You know, I'm cramping up and everything because I'm not hydrated. But, hey, right. I got to have the game of my life to right. make sure – Nobody knows. You're burping in the huddle and it smells like beer. 
<laughs> now, I will say this. I've been around guys that were like that. Right. Oh, my goodness. Big Big Ben looks at you. He's calling a play. Bro, you all right? <laughs> no, it's early in my career where, you know, people used to, like it, like Richard Denton and them guys, oh. they live life to the fullest, man. Oh, yeah. Kirk the Gavir, Eagles? Richard yeah, yeah. Denton, oh, yeah. Know, uh, Michael Zordich. All those guys were real football players. Like, they brought their lunch pail in every day. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. people understand, like, Richard Dent never went anywhere. He never goes anywhere without $3,000 in his pocket. That means in practice also. Is that right? He'd be in practice with $3,000 in a jock. Damn. That's, he always had $3,000. Well, why three? Did you ever ask him? Like, what? Did, what how did he arrive at that figure? I didn't want to know because he kept it in his jock, bro. Yeah. So I, I, I never went deeper into it. You know okay. what I'm saying? But the mere fact that he always had it, he never went anywhere without $3,000. Yeah. He would always have it with him. Jeez. Always. Like my mom always told me to always have clean underwear and socks. I guess his mom taught him to always have three thousand dollars in his jock. Well, <laughs> it's good advice if you if you got a spare three grand sitting around. Right. You know? I mean, geez. Um, I'm trying to see here. I, I I'm tr- trying to think. Tomlin is the only uh black head coach in the NFL, right? Right now? Yeah. Yes. Tomlin, yeah, that's it. That's and it. Th- and there was, at the time, there was twenty four coaches. There was eight openings. Now there's more openings, and there's still only one. Um, that is pretty crazy. The Texans had a a black coach. Um, Correct, Cully. He's gone. Cully's gone. Yep. Flores is gone. Flores. Uh, who else was it? And that's the other thing too that I don't think a lot of people are talking about, like. Just because they hire a a black coach, right? Mm-hmm. Many times those guys have a shorter, you know, string than yes. other coaches. Like in other words, you, you lose your first two years, you're done. You know, they hit the button like very quickly. You know, how well, about he, the guy out in Arizona a couple of years ago? He was there for one year. Exactly. Ray Rhodes was in Green Bay for one year. Yep. Yep. You know? He was at the Eagles for four. <laughs> right. He was in Green Bay one year. Yeah, um, you look Cully at, uh, was in Houston for one year. What was he supposed to do with that roster? With no quarterback, right? They right. drafted a quarterback, brought him in. He got him playing pretty well, but he didn't give it. Up. I mean, he knew it. He knew that was a one and done year, yeah. anyways. You know, we said right. that when he took the job, it was going to be one and done. Um, you know, you, you look at uh, the, the situation with Deuce. Deuce not getting an opportunity, right? Uh, you know, I mean, Deuce checked a lot of boxes for for owners, including exactly. Lurie. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of boxes. Right. Um, what's his name? The defensive coordinator up with the Bills. Um, uh, Frazier. Frazier. He yeah. was there one. He was, in, he was in, what, Minnesota one year? Was it only one year for Minnesota? I know he was a head coach, and he's been an interim, I think, somewhere. Yeah, but, well, I, but, it might have been an interim head coach during that yeah. time. Um, the coach from Cleveland, he was there for two years, I think. Hugh Jackson? Hugh Jackson. Yeah, was and he was, in, like he was in Oakland for a year or two Oakland, also. Yep. yep. Um, so you just have a shorter leash when you are, your expectations are, if you don't get it done early, you're just not going to get it done. Right. You don't have the leeway of having just like, you know, just like with most, um, black quarterbacks, you don't get the leeway to really learn to be a quarterback. Now you look at, you know, teams like, you know, Baltimore, they've thrived in that type of situation, Mm -hmm. but not a lot of black quarterbacks get to Russell Wilson. He was, and and Baltimore is really kind of following the Pittsburgh sort of uh mo 
Absolutely. Like sticking with their coach. You know, they don't, you know, Harbaugh has a bad year or two. They don't, you know, he's not on a hot exactly. seat. Exactly. Anything like that. They've got a lot more. It seems like loyalty. Well, uh, what, I mean, he's been there, what, 15 years? He's been there a while, long time. Tomlin's yeah. been there about 15 years also. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. A. Thomas points out Anthony Lynn. Now, okay. Anthony Lynn. But Anthony Lynn was terrible. Well, that was the San Diego days. Yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> Anthony Lynn blew more games in the final couple of minutes. Man, that team should have been way better than it was. Way better. Yeah. Way better. He he just – I mean, he would he would ball for three – he have his guys balling for three quarters, and all of a sudden the fourth quarter, they yep. lose. They they, lose I mean, he messed the Jets up. They almost messed the Jets up with right. their first-round pick. Right. <laughs> he let the Jets come back and beat him, man. Come How many on. years did Vance Joseph get? He only got a year or One two, or two, yeah. two yeah. years maybe. Down at he was with the Texans, right? Or was he with? I thought he with, was with uh, Denver. Denver. I thought it was Denver. Let's but yeah, I could be wrong. Tampa had another guy too. Yeah, he um, had. He had. Um, he's the. He's actually the defensive coordinator with the Rams right now. But right. he was only there. He was. He only wasn't there. there long. No, he wasn't. He wasn't there, there long. No. That's that's kind of my my point. Like I've been noticing this for a while. Like it just seems like those guys, though they get hired, and that's great. They don't seem to have the leash that other coaches have. And it's like the, uh, those owners are quick to hit the eject button. Uh, it seems to me maybe more so or quicker than otherwise. If well, that, is that fair? That's that's definitely fair. Yeah. Um, what about down in, like, in, in Tampa Bay? Um, what was his name? He's for NBC right now. Coach, uh, they fired him, and then uh, Gruden came in and won. Oh, Dungy. Yeah, Tony Dungy. Now he was there quite a while. He was there for a long yeah. time, and then he was in Indianapolis for a while too. Yep, yep. yeah. So um, he had a successful career. But I'm there. trying to think, what's the name of the of the um, defensive coordinator in L.A.? They had him on camera quite a bit over the on the game on Sunday. I can't. Yeah, but he was the guy in in Tampa for like a year or two. Uh, I want to say right. I think he was only in there for. Um, I think he was only there for. Not even an entire year. I think they fired him. All right, I'm gonna pull it up right here. Um, Lovey Smith was only there for like a year or two. But Raheem Morris. Raheem Morris. That's yeah, it. He was like he, I, I, he was more so interim though. Who? Um, Raheem Morris. No, he was there for two years. Oh, was he? He followed Gruden mm-hmm. and was there for like two seasons, and then they brought in Shiano. And he didn't. He lasted one season, and then Lovey <laughs> Smith came in. He lasted. It looked like one season. Then Dirk Cutter came in. I think for a year or two. I mean, they, they've been they've been that. through a lot of they've been through a lot of coaches, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Raheem Lo- Morris. So. Was his name Lovey Smith? What was his name? Yeah, Lovey. He Lovey was with Smith. the Bears for a long time. A long, I didn't, long time. Didn't he take them to the Super Bowl? Wasn't he the coach when they went there with Rex Grossman? Yep, and, and Indianapolis won the Super Bowl that year. Right. That was yeah. the year Prince played at halftime in the rain right. uh, <laughs> in Miami. Right, yeah. it was. Yep. Wow. He, he's uh, he's the head coach now, I think, in Indiana. I mean, no, not Indiana. But no, Illinois. he was at Illinois. He got fired. He got fired from Illinois? Yeah, they, they, Illinois now brought in uh, Bielema. Who used oh, to be Bielema. with? He used to be with Arkansas. Iowa or no, and then Arkansas, Arkansas and Wisconsin. Wisconsin, that's it. He yep. played at Iowa, mm-hmm. coached at Wisconsin, then Arkansas, and now at Illinois. So, yep, yeah, we'll get it. Brett straight. Bielema, 
Yeah, Brett Bielema, right? Correct. Yeah. I think that's actually a pretty good hire for them. But anyway, yeah. Did you see? Have you seen Lovey Smith lately? No. He's got like a Santa Claus beard. No, he doesn't. I swear to God, look him up, man. It, it, he looks I gotta like look this up he looks like a character in that. Um, who was? The, I always screw this up. The thing I think LeBron was in, in that basketball movie. The old, the old guy, like with the beard. Oh, he looks oh like you, that. Okay, was, was it Kyrie Irving? I think that might have been. Yeah, put yeah, in that role. About, um, I forget Uncle, his name. Uh, Uncle something. Yeah, that's the, that's the guy. Him. He looks like him. Look. Oh, I see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I you see, see it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He's let the he let it he let it, he let it go. go. He let it go, man. I can't grow my beard. I want to grow mine out. It just, it just stays right. It just stuck right here. Is that it right? Grow, it didn't grow any. It didn't grow any longer. See, I gotta, stuck. I gotta shave this like every three days, or I just start looking like, uh, like I'm, I'm a marshal in, uh, <laughs> in South Dakota or something. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. My boy Markhead has a beard growing right now. Does he really? Yeah. Is it gray? It's got to be gray, right? Because his yeah, hair's so, all white. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming yeah. in gray. Yeah. Right. It's coming right. in gray. Wow. Does it look good? Um, is it yeah, kind of tight to right. his yeah. face? Is it yeah, tight it's, it's to his cut, face? It's cut. It's cut down. It's not yeah, like, I like that. Like this. Right, right. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 you know, outline right. You know, he's doing all right. So he's he's in off season mode. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, he is. It's, he'll it's have that. Time. He'll have that shaved by the draft. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Because I think I think the draft is going to come earlier than the, than the uh, Philly season. Right, so, right. <laughs> yeah, by the by the looks of it. All right, we're going to take a short time out, and we'll be back with more in a few minutes. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theocean80.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back to the show. Mary Mays, Barrett Brooks. And, uh, yeah, it was Uncle Drew. Yeah, Uncle Drew. Yeah, Uncle Shaq Drew. was in it. So, yeah, yeah Shaq, right, right. He, he's got kind of an Uncle Drew look going. Yeah. He's loving Smith. <laughs> Uncle Drew. <laughs> How about Lovey Smith coming in to be the defensive coordinator? What, here? Yeah, man. They lose Gannon? Hmm. Yeah. Maybe Very like what's he doing that. now though? Like is he just chilling out, growing his beard, or is he, uh, is he still watching film? Wouldn't you, know? you? I'd be chilling, man. I, I would do less. Well, that's what I'm saying, and nobody would want me to come in then to be their defensive coordinator. Like you're just chilling out. You're just, you know you're well, playing you, golf. Oh, I'm about to say, what do you think Swartz has been doing? But Swartz was uh, Swartz is interviewing. Well, you no, know, he's not interviewing anymore. He is the defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, he got hired. Yeah, they hired him. Yeah. Oh wow! They see that happened. Uh, but he was a liaison. He was a liaison to uh, in, in in with the t- Titans, wasn't it? Did, did that get finalized yesterday? Yes, it got finalized. Yeah, I missed yesterday. all that with all this other stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Now Shizo Flex says, "Harry, why was he paying him to tank games? They didn't even own their their first pick. I don't get it. Well, they did in 2020. They they had their own pick." This was the 2019 season when he was asking him allegedly to tank. And that was the the next draft was the Joe Burrow draft where the Dolphins selected fifth, I believe, and took Tua. Yep. So they, you know, they did have their own pick. It's not this year's draft. So just to clear that up. But so he's been he was insubordinate. <laughs> yeah. You think that's why he, he whacked him? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's exactly why he wanted to lose. When you want to lose, you know, pay an uh, extra $100,000. Yeah. Now, that That's extra $100,000, though, to a guy like Ross, it's like, you know, he's got that in his glove box. You're absolutely yeah. right, man. You know what That's I mean? Nothing like, to that. yeah. nothing. That's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. That's nothing. You'll rummage through the drawers on his yacht and find $100,000. Well, and there lies, you know, that's what it is. You know, when you think money is worth more than the man's um, self worth, you know, he just thought that, you know, maybe money was the all-encompassing, you know, deal, you know, with, uh-huh. with him. And he's like, no, uh-uh, you can't jeopardize my integrity. Now, That's that, not happening. That dude uh, says Lovey is down with Herm at Arizona State. If that's true, Herm's got a bunch of uh, former NFL guys on that staff. Yeah, now. he does. I'm, yeah. I'm wondering why they're not as good as, you know, because the I staff know. they have down there is pretty good. And they had a decent quarterback the, this last year, too. I right, thought they'd right. I thought they'd be a little bit better, but maybe, maybe that is true. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, they chose, yeah, Birdman 990. They chose Tua over Herbert. Think about mm-hmm. that. Miami. Okay, <laughs> that general manager and all the scouts chose to take Tua at number five, and the Chargers took Herbert at number six. Well, I, I can't look at it that way. I don't want to look at it that way because then I turn around and I think about who we picked up in that draft. Oh, you had to do it. <laughs> you had to do it. Jalen Ray Gore. Ray Gore. Ray Gore. <laughs> Will he ever be Jalen Rager to me? 
I don't think so. Never, never. It's always going to be Ray Gore. But he's your favorite. He'll be your favorite player forever. Oh yeah, right. Because he brings you chaos. But speaking of the Eagles, um, Jalen Hurts apparently had surgery on his ankle. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, he oh, did, did. Did he? Yeah. He did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Apparently, a successful surgery on his ankle. That ankle that had been bothering him. Man, when? How long ago? When did he get? What game did he get hurt? That was, he missed uh, the Jets game. It was a Giants game towards the end of that ugly Giants game. That's exactly when he did it. Right. At the end of the game. In fact, it was like the last play of the game or play before the last play. Before Ray Gore dropped the ball. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, man. Right. That's all. That sucks, bro. Yeah, that's that, that was the sucks. one. Oh, man. And the other thing is um, Jim Harbaugh is apparently interviewing today with Minnesota. Said I don't. I don't know if this is the second time or the first time or whatever it is, but do you know what else today is? What's that? It's not Groundhog Day. It is Groundhog Day. But that's not what I'm talking about. It's not two two twenty two when the WFT announced their new name, which we'll get to. This is also the last signing day in college football, and you've got Jim Harbaugh, the head of Michigan football interviewing with an NFL team on signing day. Now, what does that tell you? He's out of there. That tells me Vic Fangio's getting on a jet in about two minutes, and he's going to go out there and join him. Right. <laughs> right. Think Our about guy. that. If you're a, if you're a kid uh, getting ready to sign your letter of intent to go to Michigan, and all of a sudden you see on Twitter that Jim Harbaugh is in, you know, interviewing with Ziggy Wurf in uh, Minneapolis. You're like, what? Uh, what? I mean, what am I doing here? With the player portal right now, it's, yeah. it's going to be hot. By tomorrow, there will probably be 20 guys from, from Michigan's football team in that portal. Mm-hmm. 20 at least. Because if he leaves, oh, it'll be a mass exodus. Then because he him? just turned it around this year. Right. He just turned it around. I know. It wasn't like they were good years before that. They just <laughs> turned around. They just beat Ohio State. Right, like the last six years or something. How about that? Five years, he, he finally beats Ohio State, and he's out. Exactly. <laughs> he's, he's going to the NFL again. Wow. I'll tell you. Hey, but you know, you said something, man, about uh, Arizona State's coaching staff. Yeah. Herm Edwards has Antonio Pierce. Remember how he's the linebacker? Yeah, he played for the Giants. Yeah, he's the defensive coordinator there. Okay. Uh, Sean Slocum, well-known. He's special teams guy. Uh, Marvin Lewis, assistant head coach. Oh, He's yeah, Marv, okay. Brian Billick, Office of Analysts. That's right. That just happened, I think, didn't mm-hmm. it? I think that just got uh, Advisor to the head coach. They better they better win something. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a big budget for the coaching right. staff. <laughs> Jeez. Chris Claiborne. He's the linebacker coach. I played with Chris. He played in the, in the league, yeah. Yeah, he was at USC. He was the number one pick for the um, uh, Lumber draft pick for the – Detroit Lions when I was there, my mm. last year there. He was the number one pick for him. So they linebacker? have a lot of talent. Yep. Linebacker? Yeah. He played linebacker. They wow. have a lot of guys on that team that uh that that played in the league and you yeah. know well respected. Right, right. And then uh, See, USC USC goes out and hires Lincoln Riley and trumps them all. <laughs> <laughs> now he's got the quarterback from Oklahoma is leaving to go out to USC. No, you, you knew that was gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, you know that was going to happen. Yeah, you knew much. that. You wow. know, that portal's lit up. You know, <laughs> lit up. 
And you know these guys are getting paid now. Oh, I was born too early, bro. With, with the NIL stuff. Yeah, NIL, yeah, man. Name it, image and likeness. Yeah. They're saying, you know, I mean, we're, we're going to guarantee you six digits if you come play with us. Yeah. Six digits. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Now, did you see um, this weekend is NHL All Star weekend? Yeah, and, I heard. And the NBA. Um, all-star weekend is in another week or two. I don't even know when it is, but it's, it's, it's very soon. They announced the slam dunk contest participants. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been probably paying more attention to the NBA than I have. Cause I've kind of sworn it off because Ben Simmons is still not traded. So well, I'm like, ev- what's the point? Well, evidently he's been fined over $19 million. Good. For not playing in games. Good. Yeah, but they're not finding him now for missing when he was missing workouts. Apparently, I guess he's he can go to practice, right? He goes to the, the facility, right? He goes to all the mandatory stuff. Okay. The mandatory meetings. He goes to stuff like that. He just and he said he watches the game and the and, and the Sixers are still his team. Oh bullshit. He still roots for them. Get out of here. <laughs> Why in the world would he do that? I'm just like, saying. I know this is this Ramona Shelburne piece on ESPN.com that apparently is really good. I haven't even bothered to read it yet um, because I just until he's traded, I just don't care about him. But Jalen Green is in the dunk contest along with Cole Anthony, Juan Toscano Anderson, and Obi Toppin. Does that Ooh. grab you? No. Yeah. I mean, what? I mean, what happened to the kids from the Grizzlies? You know, why isn't he in it? Yeah, John Morant. Morant. Yeah. Right. 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 I mean, he, dude. They have him. They have. They did a. Um, they did a height where he jumped and blocked that ball, on the top of the glass. Yeah. His hands were up twelve feet, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's <laughs> but, a freak, man. He's only like six six or right. six five. Dude went to Murray State. That's crazy, man. Yeah. yeah. That his hands were actually up there to grab the ball. We're 12 feet in the air. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Jalen Green, of course, plays for the Rockets. Mm-hmm. He's an exciting young player. I don't even think he went to college um, or played in college. Um, Juan Toscano Anderson is a high-wire act for the Warriors. He didn't play college ball either, I don't think. Cole Anthony, I remember him at North Carolina. He was the point guard at uh, for the Tar Heels mm-hmm. a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Plays for Orlando. And then Obi Toppin, I remember, he played at Dayton and was a lottery pick. And I believe he's with the Knicks. Yes. Not playing. <laughs> and you're and you're not watching it. No. All right. I just no. wanted to see. No. I can't. If John Morant was in it, you would. Oh, there's no question about that. You would. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yes. Just give him just give him the trophy. He's in a dunk contest in regular games. That's how good he is. Right. In regular games. Um, MJI says or asks, Harry, who drives you crazy more? B. Simmons or J. Ray Gore? B. Simmons. Because <laughs> I never wanted Ray Gore anyway. And I, Ben Simmons is supposed to be a super talented generational player. And he's a baby who has no heart. <laughs> he needs to go see the wizard. Yeah. Ray, Ray Gore, I never expected much of him anyway. So. 
it wasn't his fault. Put it like that. No, it wasn't not. his fault. Well, sometimes you get drafted, you get drafted and put in a position that you really aren't built right. to be in. Right. It's not your fault. Marcus I, Smith was the same way. Ayuk went like four picks later. Right. And look what yeah. he's doing now. He's pretty good. Oh. Yeah. I mean, how how easier, you know, draft picks like that, man. I mean, come on. I mean, mm-hmm. when I sit down, I do these draft evaluations, I can pick up a hell of a lot better talent than we do at, at, at uh-huh. times. You know have what you saying? have you looked at any this week? No. Any, anything new? No. No. There's nothing new going on right now. You know, I mean, I, I we've been. Well, what so, about the Senior Bowl T- tomorrow night? There's a, a bowl game, one know, of those All Star games. It's the one, the East West Shrine game, is what it used to be called. Yes, I, I played in that. Yeah, played now in that. it's yeah. I think the NFL PA Bowl or something. That's tomorrow I, night. I have to check it out on NFL Network, and then Saturday afternoon is the Senior Bowl. Well, I was actually looking up. Uh, I was, I was, you know, trying to look at practices and stuff, and they had like the. But um, the quarterbacks uh, came out and who's playing and who's not playing. You know, so I did a little research on them, trying to find where it is. I can't well, find, oh, OK. Picking. Yeah, look, like okay. the dude, the, uh, the Ozalam you talked about, six foot eight, 387 pounds. Oh, from Minnesota. Minnesota. Daniel Falele. Yeah, he's got like a uh, Polynesian kind of name. Yes. Falele. Yeah. Fualele or something. His hands. Yeah. Are eleven inches across, across. Yes, from from here, yeah, from like the tip of the thumb to here. To here, is eleven inches. Get this, his arms are 13, 35 and a half long. Long, yeah. That's 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 just under. That's a half an inch below three three feet long wide. His <laughs> wingspan is eighty six and a half. So, that, so that's both arms stretched out, right? Yes. Fingertip to fingertip. Yeah. Yes. Is so that ridiculous 80, or what? That's over seven feet. <laughs> 84 inches is seven feet. Dude. Dude, can, he can he can stand straight up and scratch his kneecap. <laughs> right, right. But the thing is, though, and that's all great, can he move? How are his feet? Well, they haven't said anything about that yet. They, they haven't got into that. I think they start practicing, really practicing today. Okay. Can he pick it? He would not measure his hands because evidently he has a double jointed thumb uh-huh. and his double jointed thumb doesn't allow him to open his hands up all the way. Even on his throwing hand. Yes. So he wow. has to he has to um, do all these exercises and everything to get his thumb to 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 be able to open up wide enough so he can get an accurate uh, no measurement on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was listening to the NFL Network this morning just to see how they were going to position this Flores thing. And uh, the one guy, Schrager, I went, no, no, it wasn't Schrager. It was the other guy, um, uh, the guy that was on the reality TV show. I forget his name. He's funny, though. He's talking about Jim Harbaugh and about how different of a dude he is. He said, I heard a story from when he showed up at San Francisco to be the Niners coach. Alex Smith is introducing himself to Harbaugh. Like, hey, I'm Alex Smith. You know, I'm, I'm your quarterback. And Harbaugh just looked at him, like gave him one of those looks and said, show me your hands. Yeah. And, and Alex Smith was like thinking like, what? He goes, come on, put your hands up. And Alex Smith puts his hands up and he goes, all right, let's go have a catch. And they run out and like started throwing the football. Like that, he's like, he's such a weird dude. Like he wanted to see how big his hands were as his quarterback. And then let's go have a catch. 
Bro, that's that that's exactly that's exactly who he is, man. Oh my exactly who he is. You know, um he's been that way. Yeah. Uh like I said, I played with him, you yeah. know. And remember I told you I played with him yeah, and nobody believed Detroit. me. Yeah, yeah right, nobody yeah. believed me. Right. Kyle Brandt. Kyle Brandt, that John Dickerson got it and others that I like Kyle Brandt, he's funny. <laughs> but yeah, also there's these two um these two brothers that play at Oklahoma. Uh-huh. Uh, they're six foot four, three hundred. I mean, six foot four and three quarters. So say six five. Right. Both of their wingspans, thirty five. The nick of his arm is thirty five and a half. Both his brothers, both these two brothers, uh, their name are uh, Marquise and Perion Hayes. Hayes. One plays defensive lineman. One plays offensive lineman. Okay. Their wingspans are eighty three and a half. Hmm. That's almost seven feet, just arm under length. seven feet. Exactly. Arm length, 35 and a half. Come on, man. Where That's are they getting Almost three feet. From? Yeah, where are these guys coming from, man? <laughs> <laughs> Two brothers coming out in the draft, playing at Oklahoma. Yeah. That's crazy, man. I remember my measurables. I was like, I was 6'4". Six, 6'4". Four. Six, four and, and, Rolling in my 6'4". Yeah. <laughs> I was six four and a half. Okay, and half counted, not a half. Right, counted. right, of course. Now, now that's in bare feet too, right? Bare feet at right. the combine. Right. So at in the your... top of my head, I try to extend my neck. I even try to get one of the. Um, I, I try to go and get my back released by a chiropractor and everything, so I could get full. Right. And get, get another up. half an inch out. Exactly. Of you. <laughs> but how many yeah. women said that? But on the. On the... <laughs> On the on the K State basketball yearbook, though, they would have had you at six six. Oh, there's no question. No about doubt that. about it. No question about that. <laughs> and um, I weighed in at, at 306. And at the time, there were only 30 guys in the draft that were 300 and above. Hmm. Now, if well, you're not off the line with 300, you're right. They, wow. they come a dime a dozen. My, uh, my hands are going across was nine and three quarters. So. Um, I ran a five flat 40, a 504. I ran a 504 and a five flat in the 40 yard dash. My vertical jump was 32 and a quarter. Now, where does five flat kind of fall for offensive linemen? Is that pretty well, good? These days, well, these days, it'll probably just be average. Okay. But, but back, back then, then, it was, was pretty, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty fast back then. Yeah. You know, then I didn't do a lot of the, uh, I only did, I only did the bench press 26 times. Mm-hmm. I did it 28, but they didn't count two of them. So they said that's right. why I dropped in the draft because I didn't do it. I wasn't strong enough. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, because you didn't, didn't do enough reps. Time. Yeah. Like guys in Nebraska at the time, those guys were like, you know, on the juice. Mm-hmm. They come in glowing. They were like, Brendan Stye did like 48, you know, 225, 48, 46. Now, didn't times. they test for that before the combine? Yeah, but they had stopped doing it by then. Oh, okay. So they cycled <laughs> they off. They got over. Oh, okay. yeah, they cycled off, man. Yeah. Wow. You know, I remember I went to a visit there. I went to the weight room. There were guys in there that were work- they were lifting and working out so hard. They were throwing up. They had a can explicitly for throwing up. Oh, God. In the weight room. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they take it. It's real out there in Nebraska. I said, no, there's no way I'm coming here. I'm not working that hard. Jeez. I work hard. You know, my thing was, you can work me hard or you can work me long. But you right. can't work me hard and long. Yeah, and they're uh, working hard and long. And that's and there's snow on the ground for like what five <laughs> months a year out there. 
You gotta be kidding me. But hey, during that time, man, they were like always ranked in the nation. Always. Mm-hmm. Not so, anymore. Right. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, I've still got this draft up here from the Joe Burrow draft. And it just blows my mind when you look back at these. That what, the, what year was that? Uh 2020. The Las Vegas Raiders at number 12. And this has nothing to do Rugs. with the car the car accident or whatever. Yep. But they take rugs when Wirfs is the next pick. Like a, a lockdown offensive tackle yep. that is a pro bowler. And and buying, you know, people expected him to be really good. It's not like a surprise. Right. And you had him sitting there and you take a, a wide receiver. Well, that was my number one. Well, I, you know that I didn't. I didn't think that. I thought they were going to do that. You know, yeah. I always thought because yeah, they they always got fast wide receivers. When I remember when they went out and got Jet and Tim Brown and all those guys, they wanted fast wide. Receivers. They always have wanted fast wide receivers. Yeah. But Tristan Worth was that year my number one. That was my number two offensive lineman. Yeah. My number two offensive lineman. He was the work. He was that dude. Behind Even who? Though, Behind Becton. Yeah, Makai Becton. Makai Becton went to pick before Louisville. to the Jets. Yeah, this dude was huge. Yeah, huge. Yeah, that's why I had him um, before him. It's amazing. But All right, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna take a timeout. We're gonna do. We got uh, Mikey Mulls. I got I gotta ask you about him right now. I hate to I, do it. I hate to do it to I, me. I, I sent him. Calling. I sent him a DM and I said, "Hey, you coming on this week?" Because you know you tried to get him on last week. It wasn't available. Uh, saying that next week, blah, blah, blah. And here it is Wednesday already. The week is flying by. And, I and no him. Mulhern. I got, we could use him tomorrow. I, I called him yesterday, but I texted him today. And no reply. So Nothing. we, we got to get on We got to get on for that. I mean, how is he ghosting you in the well, offseason? Is he on vacation? And you know what? I had to send him a piece yesterday. I had to send him something on Tom Brady yesterday. Oh, to yeah? To his email. He didn't even respond back. He didn't say... Uh, thanks, Barrett, or anything. Really? Yeah, he, he really goes to me right now. Is there an issue? I don't know. I mean, I didn't take his lunch money or anything, bro. I don't know what's going on. Wow. Yeah, I said, are you joining the show today or tomorrow? And he has yet to, uh, it was a couple hours ago. That's not like him either. That's right. not like him. So we got to get on. We got to wow. get on about that. I'll tell well, you. Hold, hold, I- how about that? How about C.D. Lamb was, was still on the clock when they picked up Henry Ruggs? Um. Oh yeah, that's right. Lamb went what fifteen, maybe. Yep. No, Judy went fifteen. Lamb went seventeen. Wow. Jeez. And Justin Jefferson's still on. And Jalen Raygor. Raygor, <laughs> man, why couldn't the damn uh, Denver Broncos have taken Raygor? Right, right. Well, he'd probably be good there, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't know about that, man. <laughs> oh god you could blame it on the altitude out there you know <laughs> right <laughs> all right three minute break we also have uh the nominees for the rock and roll and i put that in air quotes hall of fame have been announced barrett we got to go through these before the day is done we still have a kemsky eagles only mock draft uh, that I teased earlier in the week that we'll get to and a whole bunch more in the second hour of the middle on a Wednesday here on the Jacob Media YouTube okay. channel. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub. 
and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. All right, welcome back. Hour number two. On a Wednesday here on the middle, and I'm trying to dig up the uh, Kemsky Eagles only mock draft, but I did see that um, Mikey Malls has been tweeting oh. about, about Philadelphia sports. Ben Simmons, a couple of tweets about Simmons. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc jalen hurts so he is vertical 
<laughs> now he, he is alive. This we uh, this we can uh, be sure of. Um, now where is it? He's tweeting about Simmons. I can get to that here in a second. Hold on. All right. Yeah. He, oh, damn it. There it is. I got too many windows. Um, interesting final nugget in the Ramona Shelburne piece. He says. We were discussing this last night and figured there's no way he watches the games. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's with me, and he has the quote here. Even so, for however much he says he doesn't want to be in Philadelphia, for all the slights, real and perceived, he holds against the franchise. Simmons watches every game, sources close to him say. Quote, at the end of the day, it's still his team, end quote, a source says. Quote, and he still wants to play. My ass. Exactly. Are you serious? No, no, they're not serious. Yeah. He just, no, he's trying to save face. Like, you know, trying to get a GM to say, oh, he still support. No, he doesn't support the team. He ain't watching that. I can, I, I can 100% believe that he, he hasn't watched any of those games. Why would he? If it was his team, he'd be at the games then. He right. got to be playing in it, but he could be in the stadium. Right, Come and, on, and now my uh, stupid Siri came on on my uh, laptop saying, I'm always serious. <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> I got to nip that in the bud. We don't, use, <clears throat> we don't use Siri in this household. Well, I'm out. Me, me too, man, but. Good. I, I just don't understand it, man. I don't, man. Why, why would he even say that? Why would he even do that interview? You know, unless he's trying to help his chances of getting traded. I guess. Is that I mean, is that what he's trying to do? I think he's getting bad advice all around, pretty much. I don't think he's been listening to anybody for advice in all actuality. Oh, so you, so you think this is all just him? This isn't uh, right, Rock right. Nation or whatever advising No, because it's not strategic. Hmm. There's nothing strategic on that. $19 million? I'd be kicking my um, – I'd be kicking my, my, my uh, agent in the ass, man. Mm-hmm. $19 million? Come on now. Come on, man. Because number one, even though you don't want to be around those guys, you can still be helping your game. And he's not doing that. You know, you get better by playing against, you know, the competition that you know that's in front of you. Right. You know, you have a he may have some pickup guy. No, you want to go against NBA talent. You know, mm-hmm. you want to go against Morant. You want to go against guys like that. You want to you want to go out there and defend those type of guys. Just so you can get your worth up. You know, if he's playing. He would have gotten his worth up. You know, he would have got his money making potential up there. He's not doing that right now. So whoever's giving him that advice is bad advice. Yeah. That's well, very bad advice. Apparently he was upset that Doc didn't come out and watch him work out uh, out in L.A., but yet Doc was trying to set up a time to go see him. He said he and, ignored him. Right. He was calling him, texting him, got but, nothing. But he just didn't show up at the gym that yeah. he was working out at. Show up without even being called. Why didn't he just come on out there? Yeah, okay, because that's what me? we like do. Because he's, he's a baby? Right. Come on, man. Come on now. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to show up. You know, he, he knew what gym I was working out at. Right. He could have came, just popped up on me. Right. I mean, he's going to waste a trip all the way going to California to not say anything? No. That, grown people don't conduct business like that. No, no. That's not how you conduct business. Just pop up on somebody. You pop up on somebody, you get your feelings hurt. That's what you're going to do. You don't want to just pop up on anybody now. Your feelings will be hurt. You know what I'm saying? So, no. I mean, it's, it's come on, man. That's, that's crazy. 
All right, let's go to uh, this mock, Eagles-only mock from Philly Voice. The first one, Barrett, is pick 15 in round one. And he's got Matt Corral, quarterback, Ole Miss. I'm I'm out on this already. Oh, my God. Really? I'm out on this already. During their season-ending press conferences, both Roseman and Sirianni emphatically backed Hurts. So he's definitely the guy in 2022 and beyond, right? Question mark. Eh. The Eagles have proven again and again that if they feel that they can upgrade the quarterback position, they will aggressively try to do so. Damn, I why see does that it. make sense to me now? See? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> why does that make sense to me? In all the wrong ways. Right. It's the QB it factory, Barry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's what it's pointing towards. So he's thinking like a Howie Roseman exactly. uh, type of guy. So I can't fault him for that, you know? He says that, that um, he could fall because of his injury. And if the Eagles don't trade for a veteran, there's little doubt that they will ex- that they will examine the rookie prospects closely. It was reported, well, this was last year. They were talking about Zach Wilson. Yeah, can you imagine that if that went through? Remember when there was that whole – hoo-ha about the Eagles wanting to trade up to to uh, three. Yes. But knowing that, that yeah. Wilson would be off the board by two, they decided, yeah, we can't do it. Right. Imagine if they got Zach Wilson and he looked the way he did. <laughs> yeah. You didn't like him. I, I didn't, and I still yeah. don't. Yeah. I still don't think that he's – he's just like he's, – he's, 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 no, he's no better than what you get from Hurts. Right. Hurts is a better quarterback right now. I think he will be always be a better quarterback than him. He's just not a guy that I say that he can go out there and 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 control a game that we you know the way we're thinking about it. He's not that type of guy. He's not a guy that's going to be like Allen. He's not a guy yeah. that's going to be like you know you know what you see in Patrick Mahomes. He's just not that guy either. If guys like Corral, Pickett, or Malik Willis are available at fifteen, the Eagles should absolutely give strong consideration to each of them. All right, here. All right, here's my wish. All right, since we're um, kind of wishing here. I'm hoping that Washington uh, commandos take Corral, which I, I can't see get a, used to that. I can't I, get used to that. Yeah, the commies. I see a lot of commies <laughs> stuff on uh, on Twitter, which is kind of funny. Uh, they take Corral, and Pickett goes to either Carolina or Denver, and mm-hmm. Malik Willis goes to the other team that doesn't take. Picket, so they're off the board before Howie can even get his mitts on them. What are the Steelers picking at there? They're like twenty something. See, hold on, let me get it. They're going to trade up to try to get one of those guys. You think so? I know so. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. That would be. Something. I got to find this article you're reading. Also, I mean, they would be they would be burning draft picks to slide up the board to take a Kenny Pickett, huh? Right. Wow. Mr. Small Hands. Yeah, exactly. Now, do you, do you think now, who could, wrote the article? It's uh, Jimmy Kemsky okay. on uh, Philly Voice. So you th- like? Could it be somebody else? Like, could they? You know, everybody thinks that they'd take Pickett because he played in Pittsburgh. I don't know why we draw these kinds of comparisons, but could it be like a Malik Willis? Um, you know, I did read some stuff and hear some stuff that Carl Strong, um. I mean, not Carl Strong. I said Carl Strong. Carson but, uh, Strong. Carson Strong. Yeah. 
um, has the strongest arm out there. Is that right? And Carson Strong is going to be high. His, his, watch what I'm saying right now. He's going to work his way up to being the number one or number two quarterback in this draft. Strong. He's good, yes. Carson Strong. Wow. Yep. Yeah, the Steelers select 20th. And so, unless yeah. they do move, I think you'd see all three of those guys being gone by then, except maybe maybe Willis. He might still be on the board. But you're right, man. I, I see them getting – they'll get a guy like Carl, uh, like Matt Corral because, number one, he's hurt. The Eagles. <laughs> you talking about right. the Eagles? Oh, yeah. <laughs> number one, he's hurt. You know, so that's right. going to attract it. So, they, 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 you know, we're the smartest guys in the room because we're mm. going to pick this guy. It's top hurt. ten value. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I see the Matt Corral take the Redskins – or the Redskins. The Commandos. <laughs> the Commandos take him at eleven. They just they should have stayed to watch the football team. I know, a lot of people are saying that too. Yeah, I like to watch the football team. I looked at I looked at the uniforms. The uniforms aren't that that nice either. They 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 look very like arena football esque to me. Well, I think that's what the Washington football team is going to be. They will forever be the Washington football team for me now. Yeah, like the W doesn't even look as good anymore. Oh, I see. I'm looking at it now. You see it? Oh yeah, I'm on the yeah. Kevin Nagandi has them up. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's bad. That's bad football, man. I saw Steve Zabin put up. He reposted somebody else's mock-up of the uniform combo if they were named the Red Wolves. That looked pretty good. Because they, they would have incorporated, like, the old-school R on the helmet from back oh, in yeah. the, like, the Billy Kilmer days. Yep. And then they would have used the other R that was like Joe Gibbs's hat. He had that script R on there. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, in a in a different uniform, you could have sort of kept that lineage to the old, um, you know, throwback kind of stuff. But I guess they just wanted they just didn't want to use the word red. And apparently, there may have been some sort of legality with Arkansas State because okay, I think I they're it. the I think they're the Red Wolves. Okay, so they might have the been logo. a trademark. I like that logo better. I do too. They got they got a logo with the with the W with the um, it actually has in the middle of the W it has the um, the Capitol building. Yes, yeah. With the wolf, you know, pointed straight up there, right? You know, howling, howling, howling at the moon, like like I used to do. Back That's hot. <laughs> used to do a little howling at the moon. <laughs> <laughs> the red yeah. wolves, man, that looks way better, man. I know, That's but way I, better red. I don't know. There might have been a problem with uh, Arkansas State. Who knows? But you would think. But there's a red wolf. There's such thing as red wolves. Right. You know, that's actually a species of wolf. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, teams name themselves Bulldogs. That doesn't mean that Georgia sues them. Well, look how many in the uh, the AAC. There's owls. owls. There's three owls. (laughs) Temple should sue Florida Atlantic. Temple's been around way longer than that school. And then Rice should, should sue both of them. Right. <laughs> All right. On, let's keep going with this. Pack uh pick number 16 in this mock is George Karloftis. Defensive end Purdue. You love him. Yeah, I, I, he's a real good pick. I like him. Power rusher. High yep. effort guy. We like high effort. A yep. violent player. I like the word violent. Vi- very violent with his violent. hands. Yes. You want guys that are violent with their hands, bro. Yeah, because you know you're violent with your hands. I mean, you whooping somebody, 
And that's what you want. You want a guy that's going to go out there and be violent at all times. He's violent with his hands. Now, it, can you give some sort of visual uh, definition of that? Like, can you do a little? I don't your hand. Like, you, you come and you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're following through and you're ripping right. through. You know, when you pop, that's that's all power. You know what I'm saying? And you and you, and you, and you, you don't touch me. You know, that's the type of guy you want. Right. You know, that's, that's, that's. Who rushed with violent hands? Um, like Mr. White wasn't right. Chris was Chris rough. Dolman. Chris Dolman was a, a Chris Dolman. With violent hands. Yeah. Uh, you know who else had violent hands? Uh, Ken Harvey had violent. Oh hands. yeah. Um, violent hands. Uh, Leslie O'Neill had violent hands. Pat Swilling had violent hands. Oh man. Uh, you know those type of guys have violent hands. That means they're going in. And when you get touched, when you get touched, you know you're touched. When you're initiating contact, they're they're bringing everything they got, you know, and that's you know that's 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 what you want. That's when you turn in the corner. He's 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 going to be a guy that's going to have a lot of forced fumbles, and that's going to be a lot of um, you know, it might be a lot of late hits also, right? He's going to finish every single play. Wow. I told you he's a babbin, a babbin guy. Babbin right. had violent hands. You remember <laughs> babbin? Sure. He had the tats, man. The yeah, tribal yeah. tats. Yeah. <laughs> he looked yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Now there's a a question on the stream that says uh, thoughts on Jermaine Johnson the second from A. Thomas. That's the Florida State uh, edge rusher. Yeah. Yes. Perfect size, strength. But I think he left a fight to go play somewhere else. You know, he was he was somewhere else, but he didn't get any. He wasn't getting any burns, so he left and went to Florida State. And I don't like that. You know, if you're going to stay there, you know, stay and fight, win your position. Is just, that right? Too many guys just leave and, you know. Well, it's so easy to do it nowadays. Right. Well, see, I don't yeah. like that. You know, I don't like that. You know what I mean? He was, a, to... he was at Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. He was also, he was a four-star recruit from Minnesota. Mm -hmm. He began as a Juco and then went to Georgia. And then left there because he was in a rotational role and went to Florida State. Just go win the position. Yeah. Win the position. But, yeah, but you know, I mean, don't, right. can't you get that uh, that assessment when you interview the kid for a while? You yep. get maybe 20 minutes with him. You can feel if he, if he really has the competitive nature and the the desire to play and loves, loves ball. You know, Sirianni's all about love and ball. Yeah. You got to love ball, you yeah. know, which know. I like that aspect of him, by the way. Well, that, I mean, it's he's a hundred, he's a hundred percent in. He's dreaming about ball right now. Yes, he, like is. That, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. That's what, that's what Karloftis is. He dreams about ball. He's all about ball. Right. You know, that's what you're going to get a total effort from him. I don't know if other guys, you know, have that type of mindset, but he mm. he definitely has that mindset. Um, and I don't I don't know, you know, uh, Jeremiah Johnson. I I don't know. He might, but you know, we'll see. I gotta watch some film on him. I like that name though, Jeremiah Johnson. Not Jeremiah got a bullfrog. But... <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a country singer named Jeremiah Johnson. If I Jeremiah Johnson. Um, wait, hold on. Now I got to look it up. Um, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. You're like, she's <laughs> Robert Reffer and Jeremiah Johnson. That's right. Yeah, Jeremiah Johnson. 
Didn't he sing in color? Uh, I think he sang, you should have seen it in color. Maybe I'd have a different guy. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's move on. Um, The next pick, which is the 19th pick, Jameson Williams, Alabama. Another guy who left, he left Ohio State. Left Ohio State. Yeah. But also is leaving hurt. So we're going to have two hurt guys on our our roster. Right. Two two hurt first rounders. Yeah. That's perfect. That sounds amazing. You think how he gets excited when he's watching these uh, playoff games in college football when a big stud goes down? Like, I got him. I might be able to get him. Yeah, I got him. I mean, look, look what happened this year. Right. You know, our starting left guard, he was hurt. I took a chance on him. Look how he played. Did a great job for us. I can see how we do it. Yeah, I, I could too. Jamie Johnson is the, the singer I'm thinking of, not Jeremiah. Jamie Johnson. It's good, good song. I don't see Jeremiah uh, Johnson. He's he's picked in the first round in a bunch of these mocks. You don't? You don't see him? No. Well, he's not in this mock. Uh, that was just a question on the stream, but I've, oh, seen, okay, him. Okay. I've seen him in a bunch of them, though. Like in the 20s, which is after the Eagles pick anyway. Uh, round two, pick 51. You're going to like this. Christian Harris, linebacker, Alabama. Love him. Dude, if they can pick that guy in the second round. Love Oh, him. I would love that. Run. I mean, he was, he was the other guy. It was 30. And number eight, and he was in the number eight. Number eight, yep. <laughs> he was the other guy that was meeting at the quarterback. Great, great pick. Yeah. So I'm good with that. We got two hurt guys and, and a uh, and a violent pass rusher. Then we get a balling inside middle linebacker. All right, we're looking kind of we're looking kind of good right now. He had and, 70... and they get him in the first round. So yeah, that's a how we pick. That's that's 79 tackles, five and a half sacks, two forced fumbles. Saved his best for the championship game when he had seven tackles, three sacks, and a forced fumble. He was yes. all over the field. Yeah, he was. We couldn't stop calling his name. Love it. Love that pick. Love all right, here, pick. here's the comparison, though. I want to get your thoughts on this. Think T.J. Edwards, but with Davion Taylor's speed. Perfect. If I was to go out there and make a middle linebacker, uh-huh. if I took them two and squished them together – that's the guy I would want. Yeah. If you only if, if TJ Edwards was fast and explosive like well, he's explosive, but if he had the speed and quickness and quick twitch, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That that Davion Taylor had, it'd be the ultimate weapon. Be the ultimate player. All right. Some some folks need to be caught up here on uh on the stream. Uh 15 was Matt Corral, quarterback, 16, Karloftis defensive end. And 19 was Jamison Williams, wide receiver, Alabama. Second round, pick 51 is Christian Harris, linebacker, Alabama. Third so right round. Now, so right now we have a six foot, what? Is, is he's, he's six foot two. Six, yeah, six foot two, 205. Great size for a quarterback. He's two inches taller than uh, than um, than I would say uh, Hertz. Hertz is. Yeah. I mean, Hertz is six foot, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you know he's bigger than he is. Pretty good athlete, also. <laughs> then you have the violent pass rusher, who's an effort guy, who's gonna give you everything. 
great size. Um, you know, he's going to make some plays. Then right. you have Jamison Williams when he does come back at six foot two, 190 pounds, runs like a four four, low four four forty, game changer. If he does get back before the season, he's a game changer. Then you go with um, the probably the fourth best linebacker in the draft, the third or fourth best linebacker, and Christian Harris makes plays all over the field. Six foot two, two thirty, two thirty two, mm-hmm. can be an impact player. Perfect size, perfect temperament. Wants to go out there and wreak havoc. This is a, this is a pretty good draft. This is a Howard draft thus far. Mad Hatter says two injured players in the draft. We are going to be awesome. <laughs> 91 LSXers. How he pounces on hurt creatures like a lioness during the hunt. And who said that? Uh, 91 LSXers. Who do you think? Um, I'm awake. Are you? Said Howie's not drafting the players we want. I'm not getting my hopes up anymore. Nope. In all caps. <laughs> Uh, all right third round pick um offensive lineman interior offensive lineman jammery sawyer georgia i can't say i've I've watched film on him but he has some good size six foot four yeah six four three twenty five spelled s-a-l-y-e-r sawyer played left guard or no here he is uh, yeah he was playing left guard in a peach bowl a year ago against Cincinnati. Um, he'll be a guard in the NFL. Mm. He played all five O-line spots at Georgia, though. So there's that versatility that they love. It's a perfect pick for him. Yeah. But you know what? They can go get a guy off the street and that, um, and that coach will coach him up, man, and, and make him a player. Jeff Stoutland. Stoutland yeah. is just that good. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's – Great size. It's what you want. I haven't watched film. I'm going to check him out now. Well, there's there's a play right there, one play, see. against Cincinnati right there on the on the page. Yeah. Where you can see him. Well, he's in the one of the black jerseys. But Isaac Samalo has been unable to stay healthy, and the Eagles would be smart to find a player who can replace the flexibility that a healthy Samalu gives them. Well, especially – I mean, can he play center? No, but he's he's balling out at guard though. Yeah, move good feet. Bends. He's got to finish. Oh yeah, he come off the rock. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get it. I get um, that. Pick. Now they're saying on the stream that the Senior Bowl lists him at six foot two, three twenty five or three twenty. See, not six four, according to Philly Voice. So well, we've got controversy. Yeah, we can't have that. You know, no. those, those two inches mean something, man. You ask no. anybody. You know, two <laughs> inches mean a lot, bro. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> uh, and they haven't listened. Let me see. Draft sport. Let me see his measurables. Oh. Ah, da, da. What's the stream that? is correct. He's 6'2". 6'2 and 5'8", 320 pounds. Expo Kit had that. That's 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 great. It's good work. Yeah, it's great work. Yeah. All right, round four. 
Cam Taylor Britt, cornerback safety, Nebraska. You taking a cornerback out of Nebraska? He's pretty good though. Is he? Like him. Now he's a he's a uh he's a guy that can play in the box and he can play. Now I don't know if he can play high safety, but he can play in the box. He can play in the slot. I see him as a guy that can play safety and come down and, and um and be in the box. I don't know if he can play deep safety though. Hmm. But I mean I like he's 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 violent. You know, he's gonna go up and make a play. He's gonna hit you in the mouth. So that's a that's definitely an asset that he has. All right. So a physical guy. Yep, physical right. corner. Oh, th- th- that's exactly what it says. Tyler Brown is a physical player who is an aggressive hitter and run support and smart player who particularly good in zone coverage. He's a zone coverage guy. Well, I, when I saw him, he was always playing around the line of scrimmage mm. and coming up and making plays. He's number five out there in Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I saw him play. I did see him play. All right. What about this guy? Cole Turner. You did see this guy play because he plays for Nevada. He's the tight end. Carson Strong's tight end, 6'6", 240. Great player, former wide receiver, Mm -hmm. plays the game when he's running routes like a wide receiver, can block a little bit. He's going to have to work on it a little bit. We're talking about have a great size. He's not going to play stiff like we see, you know, um, uh, our our, what's his name, Um, the quarterback turned – Oh, Jackson, Jackson, Tyree, yeah. Tyree Jackson. He's yeah. not, he's not that tight. He's he's versatile. He he moves like a tight end. He he's you know he's a former receiver. He runs great routes, man. He's a difference maker. <laughs> this is great. The Eagles' current tight end number two had four receptions in 2021. The Eagles could use more production from their stable of backup tight ends. The tight end position aside, Turner could perhaps function in the same way as a more of a big receiver to complement the Eagles' shrimpy receivers. Right. <laughs> the one thing, he's not going to last to the fifth round, though. That's what I'm saying. If he's that good and that big and that versatile, how's he last to the fifth round? I see him a third rounder. He's probably a third or fourth rounder. I'm probably third. I'd say more so a third rounder than anything. Now, do you remember him from the game you did? Yes, I do. Yeah. He made some plays, but I remember more so when I was watching him against UCLA. They beat UCLA. Okay. And he had a great game against UCLA. Great game against him. All right. Round number five. Jeffrey Gunter, Sam linebacker, Coastal Carolina. Gunter was ranked number eight on Bruce Feldman's freaks list this year. I, I, I don't think he was a linebacker, though. I thought he was a defensive end. And he lists him here as a Sam. Let me see. Let me see what his breakup says. Uh, In the coastal scheme, he played the bandit position. Outside linebacker that plays to the boundary. Drops into coverage and plays in a two-point stance. Mm. I didn't see that. Mm. When I saw him, he was rushing the passer. Hmm. But I didn't do any of his games, though. Gunter would be a clear fit at the Sam position in Gannon's defense. You know, in um, in Minnesota, that's they had those big, big linebackers also. Yeah, uh, uh, in uh, Zimmer's defense. Yeah, Zimmer's defense. Yeah. They had um, big linebackers that they played. You know, they were linebackers, but 
they were huge at the Sam position. Hmm. Um, a guy from I think he played it. Um, I think he played with um, Cal, the linebacker they had. Let me see. Hmm. What is his name? Oh, Anthony Barr. That's his name. Oh, yeah. Anthony Barr. Yeah. Anthony Barr is He's a been big, good with Minnesota for a yeah, year. Yeah. Big, big linebacker. You know. Who's UCLA? Yep. See? Yep. UCLA, yep. Yeah, Six foot UCLA. five, two fifty-five. Kind of the same size. Hmm. Kind of the same size. Okay. See? So you're you're all right with that. Yeah, I mean Yeah. So Kimsky doing his research. Making comparisons and, and 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 making it happen. Well, he keeps track of all the college stuff as the year goes on. He puts together those grocery lists, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like four or five times during the season of like a handful of college players that you know may interest the Eagles. So he, he right. keeps tabs on it throughout. Uh, Chris Nace on the sh- on the stream said, uh, "I'd take a shrimpy receiver with two functional hands over Ray Gore any day." <laughs> Me too. Get me, off, Rigor. Me too. <laughs> right now, you guys will take a, a, a box of Cracker Jacks and some Pop Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> I never liked the Pop Rocks. Did you yeah. like those things? No, I didn't eat them. Either, those are the stupid things that have kind of exploded yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. I always felt like they're gonna stick on the side of my, you know, mouth and tongue. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't right. care too much for them. That's full of all chemicals, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> my mom would have been out on that. <laughs> <laughs> right, we still got a couple here. We got two more to go, but we're going to have to take a time out and be back with the final last half hour. We still got the old rock and roll Hall of Fame nominees, which I got to go through with you, Barrett, to get your thoughts. All right, and cool. uh, maybe can we play any of that stuff uh, when you were on the news this morning? Yeah. Like Xander, like could Xander, I could send it to him. But would we be allowed to play it is what I want to know from Xander. It's off of Twitter. But if so, I'll just email it to him. Anyway, we'll take a time out. Back after this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub. And in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz & Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz & Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Show. Still got a couple other picks on this Eagles only mock uh, rock and roll uh, Hall of Fame nominees. We got Barrett on uh, the Black News Network. We got the video. Uh, Xander says well, we can play it. But first, um, I told you this was all over the Internet, Barrett, already. Uh, my buddy Zabin down in uh, D.C. tweets, you can sure as shit bet that quote unquote commies is going to be the hate name for disgruntled <laughs> fans. He says, I can see it, guys, now. What are you doing tonight? Nothing. Want to watch the effing commies get destroyed by the Eagles? Yeah, why not? <laughs> wow. The commies. What is the, he just doesn't, man, he just keeps digging a hole for himself. Man. Yeah. This owner, I don't know what's wrong with him. I don't know either, man. Uh, Commanders. <laughs> Commando. I mean, it's yeah. just too many things you can do with this. Oh, oh my goodness! I'll I mean, come you. on, man. You should have stuck with the Red Wolves, man. I know. I, I I thought that was better, but anyway. All right, let's get you up. I I I sent this to Xander. Let's hope we have. Do you Do you have any idea how long this is? I'm sure Xander's already looked at it already. Oh, I was on for uh, I was on for like maybe ten minutes. But the clip in on Twitter can only be oh, so no. long. So, at the end of the day, why do we have a Rooney Rule? You know, we should be past this already. Amen. But we have a rumor room because it's not fair. It's, it's not there's no just putting people of color in high positions in the NFL, especially our ownership. Yeah, and, you know, may Johnny Cochran rest in peace because this is really, it's 2.0, and this is time to move things into reality. Um, Barrett, there were nine head coaching jobs open in the NFL. Four of those have been filled, all white. Uh, but I want to go back to something you said, and, and it's a point people are making this morning that he'll, he probably won't coach again. It's over. But you talked about integrity. Wasn't it already over? Mm -hmm. If black coaches have to walk this tightrope, first of all, they're not, they're not really getting the jobs. Percentage-wise, they're not going to get the job. And mm -mm. if they squeak through, they're not going to be given the tools to succeed. And in this instance, if the lawsuit is correct, they're not going to be allowed to even try to succeed. That's it. It was only a minute and eight seconds, the thing that they posted there. It's just, man, it, it's just what it is, man. When you when you have people in in power that are going to stay in power because they're billionaires, not million, they're not many billionaires that uh, that uh, own NFL teams that are going to allow you to say whatever you want to say and do whatever you want to do in their team in their organization. They're going to hire who they want to hire, and that's it. Right. And you have to have an objective. You you know you you have to make it intentional to hire um black coaches black front office people you got to make it a purpose it has to be an right. intent to do it right you know you don't do it just as a rule 
but you have to attend on doing it. And it's and not like it work. hasn't worked. I mean, you look at Ozzie Newsome for all those years in Baltimore, you know, building know. tremendous, you know, rosters of talent. And, you know, I know the Roonies are Pittsburgh, but Tomlin has been a, a very successful coach. Right, right. Right. I think I think there'd probably be, you know, 10, 12 owners that would be lined up at the door if, if Tomlin was somehow let go by the Steelers. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. But that's yeah. that organization. Some organization only had three head coaches. You yeah, know, yeah. The devout, devout Catholics fish every Friday. Yeah. You know, that that's just the way that organization is run. Yeah. But then you have, you know, the the you know the Washington football team you know, fly by your seats type of owner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see that, you know, Jacksonville and their ownership, he's finally starting to do things the right way. He's interviewing a lot of people. He's trying right. to figure out what direction he wants this team to be successful. So he's looking to, to make a splash on it. He wants to make sure that whoever he hires is going to be able to do the job, man. Cause I, I mean, I, I, I would hate to be in that type of situation going in and not have an opportunity to change that around. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they deserve to, you know, play with. They've drafted number one picks for so long that why aren't they getting good? Well, it's because of management is not allowing them to. They have to get somebody in there that's going to really turn it around. Hmm. So I'm hoping they bring somebody in that can make that happen. And uh, yeah, Gianluca Lasali says Flores was a successful coach. He should have never been fired in the first place. We yes. agree. We agree exactly. on that. Uh, but uh, I'd love to know exactly what really went down down there in Miami. But this sounds like I, I just hope. I hope this stuff on Stephen Ross is true. Oh, well, you know, I saw so I, great. I was just looking at Greeny, and Greeny has um, he's he he just got through interviewing uh, um, Flores. Uh, Flores. He just, yeah, he was he on just, Get Up. Yeah, yeah, and it, that's exactly what he said. He's like, look, he when he asked you to do it, what did you say? I, I, I'm just I can't do that. I have to make sure that, I mean, every time I go into a situation, I have to, you know, give my best because everybody mm-hmm. in that building is going to give their best to try to win. Right. You know, that's just not in my makeup. I mean, think think about if this is true, okay? He's asking the guy to lose to get a, a draft pick, okay? So in football, way different than fielding a roster of G League players like you can right. in the NBA or the Sixers did. All right, so he basically have to – I don't know, call plays a certain way, yes. you know, pull guys out of games, whatever it is to manipulate the roster to lose games. Then he's going to lose these games. They're going to get the draft pick and then he's going to get fired. <laughs> Cause it's performance and, and then the next coach comes in and right. gets the benefit of the quarterback. That's it's, what would have happened. <laughs> it's performance base, right? This is an unforgiving league. What have you done for me lately? Right. You don't have the time to go out there and, 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 and waste, games like that man you just can't do it you know how long do you think they're going to keep him if he allows that to happen yeah you know come on and then and then it's like you look like a, a bad coach right to <laughs> next to other teams well, like now you got to start over as a linebackers coach let's say or whatever it is yep. you know but because yep, you, you, you like failed that. in miami yes you know yes. because you were asked to lose and you lost you took the hundred grand whatever Oh, I got an extra million dollars. It's a lose lose. Right. Yeah. They don't see that million million dollars. Right. They don't see that. Right. That's crazy. All right. Let's get back into this. There's only a few couple picks left. Um, We are down to the fifth round, Barrett. We already had Jeremy or Jeffrey Gunter, the Sam backer from Coastal. Now we're still in the fifth round. Abram Smith, running back, Baylor. 
This guy's got Love some him. size, man. He's 221. And speed, explosive. That's a great pick. I don't know if he lasts to the uh, right. How, right. If that's, how does he last to the fifth round? That's, that was my next question. This guy can run. I mean, he, he's he's yeah. he's the real deal. He's the real deal. I mean, that that's why that that uh, Baylor team was as good as they were. Yeah, he he played linebacker as a junior, according yep. to this. Wow. Yep. Yep. I remember that because he was he was uh, he played linebacker under um your boy at, um, when Matt Carolina. Rule was there. Matt Rule, yeah. 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 He was good. He was a yeah. good outside linebacker. Right. Wow. So um, Smith would give the Eagles a Jordan Howard-like style, but with fresh legs. With <laughs> with his experience playing defense, he could also be an immediate contributor on special teams yep. on the coverage units. There it yep. is. He's, he's the total package. He's going to go earlier than that, though. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's a great wish list. Sounds like it. All right, the final one is uh, round six. Obina Ezi, Easy, Ezi, oh, offensive tackle, TCU. Oh boy, here we go with the Horn Frogs again. This is the th- uh, this will be the third offensive lineman drafted from T. Well, yeah, we had uh, HPV, right? Hula Pula Vati Vaitai, and who else? Uh, he just went to uh, Indianapolis. Um, oh, is uh, he, he went there too. Yes, yes, oh. he did. Um, Big V Pryor, and, Pryor. and Matt Pryor. Pryor. Big V and Matt Pryor are both from. And Ray from- Gore went to TCU. <laughs> right. <laughs> what is it with this TCU? <laughs> Every Lord. time we call him Ray Gore, man. <laughs> Ray- now he's 6'8, 334. And very unathletic. <laughs> That's why he lasts until the sixth round. Yes, he's very unathletic. He now, this says know. he's long and athletic. No, he's not. I'm looking at him now. <laughs> no, he's not. He plays right tackle also. Okay. That's what they need a right tackle. He's not athletic at all. He's stiff. He doesn't bend at his um, knees. He's a hip bender. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I can't say that because I, I was a hip bender also. You know, I've been at the hips. I didn't bend at the knees. So I didn't have great power angles. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you got to be – you got to be explosive, though, and he doesn't look too explosive. Well, he's saying he'd be the developmental tackle because he can play both sides. But yes. isn't that where your guy Coyote is right now? Well, Coyote's a guard. Oh, he's a guard. Yeah, Coyote's guard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, That's why. Forget that. <laughs> Obina, is, is it easy or Ezzy? Ezzy. Ezzy. Yep. He's um he's kind of unathletic, though, man. You know, Ezzy E. But you know, we we all know, we all know what that coach can do, man. Hmm. So now, I, you know, maybe they can make him a player. You know, he actually looks like Big V out there. You think? Yeah. <laughs> well, it looks now, like I watched a film on Big V. Where is Big V right now? Detroit. In Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Starting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Guard. He's starting guard. Oh, he's a guard. Yeah. He, he got guard. paid too. Yeah, you did. Fifty yeah. million. Five years, fifty million. That's incredible. Can you believe that? Yeah. And I'm gonna no. tell you the truth. He would not have played. Um, he'd have been on the bench. When I was in Philly, he'd have been on the bench, bro. I'm telling right. you. Tim M says, take the Big Twelve off Howie's draft board. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Man. All right. Now, take the- 
I love it, man. Yes, stick to the SEC, man. That's right. what I'm talking yeah. about. My That's two goodness. players from the Big 12, too. I didn't even realize that. Two players in the Big 12, but I do like the running back. Oh, the Baylor kid, yeah. Yeah, I do like him. All right, now the nominees for this year's rock and roll, and I put that in air quotes, Hall of Fame, are, tell me how many of these you're familiar with. Okay. Duran Duran. I know them. Hungry like the wolf. Her Very good. Very, oh, look at you. And I know Duran Duran. <laughs> yes. All right. Beck. Save a prayer. Beck. Never heard of him. Not Anthony Beck. <laughs> Beck. Never heard of him, no. Okay, no, you never heard of him. He's like a DJ dude, like um, it's kind of strange music. He had a big hit. Um, what was it? Where it's at, and then I'm a loser. I'm oh a loser. yeah, yeah, I'm a yeah, loser, yeah. baby. So I like that. To kill oh, yeah. yeah, that dude. Uh, I don't <laughs> think he has the the resume to get into the Hall of Fame just yet, but he's on no. the list. That was, right. that was that was actually pretty cool. I like. I remember that. Yeah. Eminem. Yeah, he's gonna be there. Now yes. you know him. Yes. Yeah, he's 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 worthy. Pat sure. Benatar. She's worthy also. Uh huh. Were you a big Benatar fan in the eighties? I wasn't a Benatar fan, but I knew who she was, and I mean, I wouldn't turn it off. Right. She was on. She had that guitar player, Mike right. Giraldo, who yep. ended up uh, <laughs> being her husband. I think they might still be together. Um, Lionel Richie. Yes. I can't believe he's not already in. I thought he was, actually. I mean, wasn't he with the Commodores first? Yep. <clears throat> and they had a bunch of hits when I was in, like, junior high school. And then he broke off on his own, and he was, like, Mr. 80s. He had, like, hit after hit after hit. He had a he had a he had the shag um I mean, he had the um the, the curl yeah the curl <laughs> hanging down um and he had the mustache it, the big it, mustache it, it, he had he had like the biggest mouth in the world yeah, he did you know he did his mouth was so big like his, his mouth like his jaws when his mouth was just almost like Rick James right <laughs> right you know <laughs> and I remember he had this song hello yeah and when the lady she was blind and she was doing the the um the constructing the the what it called? What they call them? The bust. They're constructing a bust, and she made over exaggerated mouth, just like his mouth. I'm is like, is that right? Yeah, she can really see this. You know, <laughs> is it me you're looking for? Yes, yes. <laughs> that was kind of messed up, dog. Why would she be a blind and tell hello? Are you is it me you're looking for? And she right. was blind. Exactly. That was kind of messed up, bro. Yeah. I was like, when I first, I was like, I was a kid. I'm like, he was before his time, right? <laughs> I'm like, why is he, hello, and she's blind, is right. it me you're looking for? I'm like, that is messed up. You know what I'm right. saying? I didn't quite understand when I was young. I'm like, he just put a shot, you know, he took a shot at people, man, at oh blind people, God. and they, nobody's even saying anything about it. Lionel Richie, uh, Phil Collins, Sting. I mean, those those dudes owned the 80s, man. It was unbelievable. Oh, they, right. they're already in it, though. Sting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lionel Richie, all those guys, the police, yeah. They're already all right, in it. Carly Simon. Don't Talk about that. a mouth, Carly Simon. Oh my God, she is like she looks like Steven Tyler from <laughs> Aerosmith. Hold on, if you you if you describe her like that, I know exactly who you're talking about. I don't know what her do. music is, she had a but bunch I know of exactly hits. who you're talking about. Steve looks like Steve Tyler. Anticipation. <laughs> yep, that was a big hit. She had a couple hits from movies in the '80s, and um, she was 
she used to date James Taylor. She dated everybody. She was like, uh, what's her face? The folk singer from the 60s and early 70s that got around with all of them. She she dated everybody. Mick Jagger, you know, uh, actors, uh, Warren Kardashian. Beatty, you know, like yeah, Carly Simon. She's like a Kardashian. Uh, yes, she was kind of a Kardashian before the Kardashians. Yes. Right. <laughs> um, Dionne Warwick. Yes. One of my favorites as a kid. Yeah, but then she kind of threw me for a loop when she started with the psychic stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean? that was in the like the, was that in the like late eighties, I yep, want to say. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. Right. But and in the seventies, she sang all the Burke Bacharach songs. Yep, yep. And she, and it was like hit after hit after hit. Do you know the way to San Jose, Barrett? Yep, yep. I mean, yep. come on. Um the Eurythmics. Love it. Sweet dreams. Look at you. Love you, rhythmics. Love you, rhythmics. <laughs> that's the only song I knew they really sang, though, but I one? love it. That's yes, the only one? That's the one right now, there. do you know her name? No. I know Annie, her haircut, but Annie not her Lennox. Name. Annie her name? Lennox. Annie Lennox. She kind of looks like Eminem's mom, right? She could be Eminem's mom. I never she, saw Eminem's mom. Well, I'm talking about look at him and look at her. Oh, okay. You yeah, compare okay. the two. They kind of look alike, man. And, and the dude, do you know? You don't know the dude's name. No, because it was this guy and and girl, yep, Dave yep. Stewart, I think was his name. He was like a producer. Damn, that's, that's great knowledge by. And he ended up doing some stuff with Tom Petty. I know that. Okay. Yep. All right, Tribe Called Quest. Love him. Love him. You were a Q-tip guy. Oh, Q-tip, Q-tip, Fife Dog, all of them. You know. Can I kick it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Oh, Fife man. dog passed away, man. It kind of was, he did. I was, I was kind of sad. Yeah, Fife passed away, man. It was Fife yeah. dog. Uh, yeah, I, I always preferred Nate dog to Fife dog. <laughs> I'm more of a Nate dog dude. I think Nate dog passed away also. Yeah, I think he did too. <laughs> These guys they had short runs, man. Yeah. yeah. Tone is a big fan of Missionary Man, which was a eurythmic song. <laughs> missionary man. Yeah, Missionary Man. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, MC five. I doubt you've heard of these guys. They no. were actually from the sixties no, and no. they were, they're credited as sort of starting punk rock. Okay. They were like a garage band from Detroit, Michigan. Nope. Yeah. Um, I don't know that they're worthy. The New York dolls. That was another punk band in the seventies. Nope. Don't know. Uh, David Johansson was in that band. He was an actor. He ended up being an actor. He had another big mouth. <laughs> this is like the big mouth class in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, Rage Against the Machine. I heard of them. Yeah. They were kind of they were kind of hot during the nineties, right? Yeah, that dude had a big mouth too. Zach yeah. De La Rocha was the singer, and Tom Morello was the guitar player. He's like a genius with like electronics and guitars and stuff. Um, he belongs in the Hall of Fame. Tom Morello, he was in Ray. Um, uh, what was the name of the band? Audio the Slave. Audio Slave too. The Mountain Troll knows who he is. Huh? Oh, the Mountain Troll. Yeah, he knows all these people. <laughs> um, Fila Kuti. No, don't know who they are. It's some dude from uh, like uh, Nigeria or something. Like was that performed like back in the day. Like, I'm talking like 50, 60s and 50s, 60s and 70s. I never heard of them. Me neither. I'd, I'd have to do a lot of research. Fila Kuti, spelled K-U-T-I. Uh, 
Oh. Don't know who they are. They were they were like new wave, like I don't I couldn't even how to describe them. They did the song Whip It Good. Crack that whip. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah. that was a famous Break song. Your mama's back. That's it. That's it. Yeah. See, you know. <laughs> It was um, like a red thing on top of their head, right? Yes. Dude, you even remember the video. Yeah, they're like a bunch of nerds with this right, stupid, right. like like a flower pot on their head or something singing whip it good. That's all I remember about it. Was it was like do 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 do. What did they Jude, call again? Devo. D-E-V-O. I think it's spelled for de-evolution. Um Judas uh, Priest. I remember him also. How the hell are they not already in? I thought he was already in. Yeah, seriously. I thought he was already in. Um was it what was it um um White Wedding or something like that? No, that's Billy Idol. That's Billy Idol. Okay. Yeah, Billy Idol. Rob Halford is the lead singer of Judas Priest. Oh, Judas Priest. Oh, yeah. And he's yeah. got like a range. He's got the he's got the vocal range from top to bottom. He's right. An incredible right. singer. Kate Bush. Don't know Bush. Terrible. <laughs> I'm just telling you. It's some of the worst drivel you've ever heard. <laughs> My old roommate was a Bush, Kate Bush fan. He had the, the CDs, and I'm just like, why do you listen to this garbage? <laughs> Whenever I was in the car, I'd be like, eject. I'd eject the CD. I'm like, this is out. I'm not driving with you when you're listening to this crap. Kate Bush. It's his car. You ejecting this? I, I would just take over. Yeah, forget it. Um. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole oh, list. Goodness. I'm not that inspired by this list, to be honest with you. Oh, you know, I am, though. Oh, man. Dolly Parton is on the list. Yeah, she can sing. I mean, yeah, but she I don't know from her singing. I don't know her from her singing, but I, yeah, I know she, she was sang. an actress, too. She yeah, does a yeah. little bit of acting, and of course, she has an amusement park. Well, I, I didn't Dolly that's not how I remember her. Well, I you remember, remember the, uh, the, yeah. the bus line. Yeah, yes, that's I what get. I remember from her, yes. Well, but and also, to, to get it back to football, her bus was the original Madden cruiser. Oh, was it? Her tour bus, John Madden rented. And uh-huh. that was the first bus he had. Wow. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Great knowledge well, by you. She should just be in the country music hall of fame. She has no business in a rock and roll hall of fame. Yeah. I thought she was a country singer. <laughs> that's what I thought. John Dickerson goes, Harry was climbing up that hill. That's a, <laughs> That's in reference to a Kate Bush song. <laughs> running up that hill it's terrible absolutely not not just awful what i mean is that they have um there's some pretty good you know memorable people here duran duran yeah eminem right um benatar lionel richie lionel richie yep dion warwick right but then after Pre- that you know the next Priest. time it'll be uh you know tropical quests have a little bit to go yet still you think uh, yeah i think so and um, Eurythmics has a little bit to go still. You think so? They yeah. were big, man, in the 80s. Huge. They, they a were lot huge. of hits. Yep. They were huge, man. But you got to let, you know, guys like, like how many people get, you know, how many people get put in if they if they do? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if there's a limit. To me, it seems right. like everybody gets in. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. we'll see. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is uh, OT Genesis up for nomination? Ask Chris Nose. <laughs> <laughs> No, not there yet. Look at John Dickerson. Barrett is not a big Bush fan. Yeah, he's not a fan. <laughs> not a fan of the Bush is Barrett, as they say on the stream. Tone says Bush is never bad. 
<laughs> I love my screen, man. You talking 41 or 43? <laughs> oh my goodness. It's just too funny. Uh what was wait, Pat Burl's walk-up song? 91 LS Sexers was what was it? Was it the Devo song? Well, I, I know knew, Pat Earl was that guy who liked a lot of Bush. Well, <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't using he wasn't using Kate Bush. I promise you. Oh my God! Somebody needs to answer this before the end of the show because I I forget what Pat Burl's um I heard walk about up Pat song. Burl's. I, you know, and I wouldn't even feel Devo. It the They're saying Devo, so okay. the crack that whip, whip it good. Yeah. Well, well um, you know, he might have been into that too. Now right. that I think about it. Well, I was, um, you know, my boat is in uh, Wildwood, uh-huh. and there's a bunch of stories about Pat Burrell and Wildwood. Oh yeah, Wildwood, New Jersey. So just, you know, I just, that's how I know about him. Well, especially when he was dressed up as the Gimp with that <laughs> Brian Wilson. Remember the the relief pitcher out in San Francisco? Remember that video? No, what happened? That came out. Oh yeah, Brian Wilson, the guy with the big beard. Remember uh-huh. him, the pitcher. Yes. Yep, he was just yep. he was a psycho too, but he's <laughs> he put something up on on video. I forget where I saw it, and in the background you see in the in the leather you know gimp outfit Pat Burl oh, when he was no. with the Giants. Oh yeah, it was legendary. Yeah, <laughs> so he might have had a whip or two. Now that I think about it, right? All right, good way to end the show today. <laughs> I Great way. <laughs> Great way. And now has Mulhern gotten back to you yet? For, yes, he did. Tomorrow? He said he tomorrow. Did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, he said tomorrow. All right, good. All right. Very good. Great job by the people on the stream today. Yeah. They were, they, yeah, they were yeah. outstanding. Amazing today. Amazing Don't forget, today. I'd I'd love to know what uh uh Sills actually this story might have broke during his show yesterday, but I'm sure he's gonna talk a lot about this Flores stuff today on the national football show. You don't and, have a lot to say. Oh, yeah. Birds 365 tomorrow. We're back tomorrow at 11. Out. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view. It goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears as a hard-working american you've never experienced how tough life can be until now a catastrophic injury while working on the job a personal injury from someone else's negligence turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story it's time to meet the fritz and beyond cooley law firm and managing partner brian fritz badly injured Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to $200 in fee-free overdraft with a Chime checking account. Sign up today at Chime.com slash Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply.